Walking Out with Jonathan Holloway and Liam Grundy. Best thing about that bass drum and bass there. Bernard. What was the guy's name, the bass player with them? Yeah, that is bloody good bass playing, isn't it? He wrote a lot of the songs as well with with, uh, your man. This is. um, It is, isn't it? Yeah. Nile Rogers. The hit maker. <laughs> Have you ever been in the Twickenham Museum? No. Shall we? Or should we first? No, that's going to be. It's open until three. Right. What is there to look at in the Twickenham Museum? Oh. <laughs> Four foot six. He was four foot six. Pope. Alexander Pope. Wow. Did you know that? And yet a giant of literature. Giant of literature, diminutive as a man. (laughs) Yeah. It came up on some quiz programme I was watching on television that he was unusually small. That's good, isn't it? I I was never able to do that with bikes, because people could ride two at once. Well, people are different now. They can they can do all kinds of stuff we couldn't do. <laughs> Alexander Pope was small. And also, what's his name was? Ronnie Horace Walpole wasn't a big guy. No, that's right. They were all. But, of course, the average heights were smaller. Sure, that's true, yeah. Does eggnog last? You mean Advocar? Advocar, yeah. Because it's got egg in it, I think once it's open... Well, I haven't opened the bottle yet, but my kids like snowballs on Christmas morning. So I bought it to make snowballs with. I have a Pifco hand... Battery-powered swizzle stick <laughs> for yeah. snowballs. Of course you do. <laughs> Bought by my mother. Oh, <laughs> she'd be very n- happy to know that it's still <laughs> available for use. Mm. I've never, um, I've never brandished it. Would you not? No, I haven't up to now. I used to drink in this pub called Friendship and uh, there was 
It was the regulars used to go in there. Yeah. And there was Big Jeff and Little Jeff. And the two stands. <laughs> and... Uh, so was there a pair of every name? Yeah, there was, there was, there seemed to be, but the, the two stands used to, used to stand at the bar smoking mannequins. And I think they were sort of, they, they'd done all, you know, they sort of senior, senior management in whatever company they worked for. And then there's Big Jeff and Little Jeff. And, um, and sometimes the, the two stands would, if you said, do you want a pint? Are you okay for a pint? We're fine, thanks. They're just the stands would, would always just drink with each other. But uh, there was Big Jeff, Little Jeff, and then this other guy started sort of drinking there who liked fishing, and, and Big Jeff liked fishing as well. Um, well, this bloke was much taller, so he was Giant Jeff. <laughs> Giant Jeff. So I said, which Jeff? Jeff, no, Giant Jeff. I said, oh yeah. The cat's gone. The cat was under that. Oh no. The bastards. They dug up the road and they... Killed the cat. The cat hieroglyphic yeah. accidentally formed from a bit of chewing gum being dropped is now gone. Let's get on the, um, if we go on the other side, we can get on the, uh, in the shade, but in the shade of a cooler bar tree. What's that from, in the shade of a cooler bar tree? Waltzing Matilda. Oh yeah, so it is. And uh, there's that Tom Waits song that uses the tune from Waltzing Matilda, isn't it? Yeah, there? yeah. Frank Trombar's blues, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's odd that the song is a song that you kind of know already, but it's just different enough to be different. Yeah, yeah. It's a very clever thing to do, but you can't do it all the time. So, but it's a, but it's a nice, uh, it's a nice uh, bit of musicality. It's a nice surprise, isn't it? And also because it's a traditional song, it gets full copyright. Oh, really? Yeah, it doesn't have to split the money. Uh... Trust you to know that. Well, I'm sure Tom knew it. No slouch. For all his hobo-esque um, appearance. Mind you, he's very old now, Tom Waits, isn't he? He's it? as old now as he was pretending to be 30 years ago. <laughs> yes, it's true. It comes from geriatric, I think. Geriatric? Does that come from I, I don't Durantis? Know. I, it, it must be that route, I think. God, that's amazing. Three old people, a geriatric. Hey! Get it? <laughs> Three old people. Geriatric. Yeah. Patrick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, football. I'm, I'm on fire with football you, today. You are, aren't you? And you just said there is a thing called a geriatricophile, a geriat... Gerontophile. Gerontophile. Gerontius. Yeah. So, and a gerontophile is somebody who's fascinated by old people, is it? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Is it, is there, does desire play like, any part in it? One would hope not. I don't know. 
Um, I quite like the idea there might be people out there who <laughs> would actually fancy me just because I'm old. Well, uh, just because you're old, though, that, that's, you don't really want that. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want them to be obsessed with the fact you're wearing, you know, you, you've got a bed jacket and, and, and a <laughs> and load of boiled sweets. Hood. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, yeah, yeah, elasticated things on my calves. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I don't know. Do it. If you say, oh, it, I, oh, I went to the doctors today and I, he's like, I'm actually getting better, you know, yeah. and then the relationship falls apart because <laughs> you're not, you know, you're not decaying. No, but if it was a, a, a comely sportswoman and uh, who had a thing for flesh coloured. Um, Elastic support <laughs> <Sports> stockings. <laughs> that would feel right. Wonderful stuff. This is something, isn't it? Well, this is. This is like a holiday camp. It's like a large version of. What are those? What's that uh, place? Where families go, where it's a camp. What's Butlins. that? No, they're, they're like, there's one in Sherwood Forest. Oh, Centre Parks. Centre Parks, it's like Centre Parks, isn't it? I thought you were going to say Butlins, yeah, and I immediately went Butlins. Yeah, but you, yeah, but you do buy your stuff at John Lewis, so come on. But it's Billy Butlin. It's not, don't, don't pretend. It was funny, it was Billy Butlin. And Fred Pontin, wasn't there? Yes, Pontins. Pontins used to be at that beach in um, Kent, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, Camber Sands. Yes, Pontins, yeah. Pontins was a Camber Sands. Done a few sort of uh, rock and roll things, weekend yeah, things. Yeah, that's there. right, rock and roll weekends. That's what they do, though. Fred Pontin used to be an advert, and he used to say, book early. Say, Listen to Sir Fred. And he, he could he'd raise his thumb aloft gamely and say, Book early, <laughs> and um, you know, get the interest on your uh, fees. Okay. As as Pontins started to wane in prominence, yeah, and fashion because people had realised that doing national service was not how you'd want to actually continue your holiday experience <laughs> in a the converted barracks. We've been told <laughs> when you have your dinner and things. So the, the, the whole model started to fall apart as people became more picky and choosy. They decided that there's a big thing, people started to go abroad, you know? So Pontins set up a camp in Dieppe, I think it was, or somewhere. And they, they, well, somewhere where there had been a miscalculated Somewhere where the land was cheap. Yeah, right. yeah. Arnhem or something. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, and took advantage of the of the craze for going abroad by opening a camp there and announcing that you could now go continental. Wow. Go continental. That I mean, how on earth did they manage to think that up? That is so yeah. clever, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Continental. I yeah. mean, I you mean, you still all. have the Pontins experience because obviously that's what you'd want to take with yeah, you, yeah. Know, wherever you went. Still in the world. be told what to do. <laughs> still be told. Still be a nobody knees competition. <laughs> People with rubber torches coming round at half past eleven at night, <laughs> telling you to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
I, I did a gig at Euro Disney a few years ago, or an Americana band. Ooh. And uh, we were in one venue, and the venue next door was kind of a bluegrass country-type venue. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they had like four or five people who obviously every hour had half an hour off, then got back up on stage and went yee-haw, and then played for an hour, then had half an hour off throughout the day. And at a certain time, there was suddenly with this dreadful waft of, of, of uh, farmyard manure would come, in, <laughs> would come in. And that meant that they were, they'd opened the doors to another crowd that were coming in for that particular show in no. the room next door. Yee-haw! Oh, God, here it comes. And then you get this ghastly whiff would come in. What, what's that? Of course, it was automatically, artificially created. Well, one hopes so. I hope they weren't just hitting a, hitting a cow with a plank. <laughs> but uh, they, they would then sort of yeah, create this for the, for the new people coming in. England thing as well, you know. That's not the best stuff. Fucking Spanish, isn't it? <laughs> Turning on their own, you know. <laughs> oh God, that's marvellous. I like um, where we're sitting now. We can see the River Thames, and it's like a little window where that tree is. Yeah. And you just see sort of people going past on paddle boards. There must be an awful lot of paddle boards around these days, mustn't yes. there? Yeah. They're everywhere, aren't they? Walking Out with Jonathan Holloway and Liam Grundy with music by Liam Grundy, a Fruit People production.